welcome to another episode of Let's Get Real, where we always keep it real. My name is Luna B, your gracious host, as usual, and I am so happy to be back uh, on Let's Get Real. Uh, thank you for to listening in today. If this is your first time, you're welcome. And if this is not your first time, you're welcome too. Uh, welcome to the Let's Get Real family. On the last episode, I talked about procrastination, what it is, why we do it. But I couldn't cover all about it in that episode. So uh, I decided to cover it in two parts. So here I am with part two on procrastination. And on this episode, I will be discussing misconceptions that people have about procrastination, the several types of procrastinations that exist, and how to get over procrastination. So let me get straight to it. if you recall on the previous episode uh, I mentioned that there are several types of procrastination and that there are also a lot of misconceptions about procrastination on this episode I will be expanding and going over some of those misconceptions as well as common types of procrastinators and how to get over it and it's may be funny to you to realize that while doing some research on this i discovered that everyone procrastinates at one point in their lives i mean it's kind of like something you can't escape Uh, i found that interesting really i also found that a majority of people assume that procrastinators procrastinate because they are weak-willed but that's not exactly true really the, the, the fact of that is kind of debatable. So I'm going to start with the common misconceptions that a lot of people seem to have about procrastination and procrastinators. The first one is this. Procrastinating equals to laziness. But that's not true. That's a huge, huge misconception. Procrastinating does not mean you're lazy. No, no, no. And I hear this all the time. And, and although I may admit that it may be a bit too easy to blur the lines between laziness and procrastination, but there is a clear difference between them. No, there's a clear difference between a procrastinator and a lazy person. But despite that, some people sometimes make this assumption. And it is because procrastinators often put off doing what they have to do till the last minute. And instead of doing what they have to do, they often spend their time idling. But that, although it may you know, kind of resemble laziness, is not laziness. Because on the other hand, lazy people don't do anything. I mean, they do not want to do anything and they don't do anything and they are perfectly fine that way. But procrastinators actually want to do stuff. Procrastinators want to do something, but they just, they can't force themselves to do it even though they have the desire to do it. It's, uh, it's a pretty thin line between the both of them, but it's vital to be clear that there's a clear difference between laziness and procrastination. Uh, the second misconception is this 
relaxation equals to procrastination and i cannot even begin to tell you how how big that misconception is it's a very very big one uh people seem to think that relaxing and taking time off is equals to procrastinating but it's not because we all need some downtime just because you like to spend your leisure time relaxing doesn't mean you're procrastinating and it's very important not to get that twisted in fact relaxing and procrastinating they are they are kind of like opposites because while relaxing recharges you you know boosts your energy procrastinating drains you of your energy it's really that simple so the opposite of procrastination is getting things done when they need to be done and still being able to balance your life so that you have time for leisure and you are still able to keep your head above water so relaxing is not procrastinating is actually the opposite of procrastinating you know and uh, when you learn to balance this doing what you have to do and still having time to relax you you're able to have uh, this balanced line going on as opposed to the imbalanced line that you have when you are procrastinating and you know you don't have your life or priorities in order it's kind of like learning the art of juggling you know similar i, I think so anyway the third misconception uh, that I will be considering today is the we work better under pressure statement. I mean, I've had people say it sometimes, oh, I work better under pressure. And I'm like, seriously? That's a lie. It's a damn lie. It's, and that's just a fact. You know, you saying that you work better under pressure, even though you may feel that way, that is not the truth. I mean, who finds it more comfortable or easy to put off doing something vital until the last minute when it could have easily been done earlier? That's just procrastination, my friend. It's procrastination. And it may be hard to admit, but it's true. Uh, do you remember the saying, don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today? Well, that saying, that says it all. There's, I, there's nothing more for me to say. If you can just keep that in mind, then you know that working better under pressure is, is not it. So now I'm going to talk about four types of procrastination or procrastinators and how to get over it just after this quick break. be discussing the different types of procrastination or procrastinators that we are that exist and how to get over it the first one is the kind of procrastinator that procrastinates because of perfectionism or it can also be called procrastination because of perfectionism that's the first one i'm going to be talking about we know uh, some of us may be able to relate to this or to know that person yeah you, you love things to be perfect. You want things to go smoothly. You want the best. Who doesn't? That's great. I mean, everyone wants things to go perfectly and according to plan. I want that too. So it's not a bad thing in itself. But sometimes, this feeling of wanting or expecting perfection 
can get in the way because of the fear of failing or not meeting up to a certain standard that you hold yourself up to and i'm not just talking about reasonable standards here i'm talking about i almost unreachable standards and the fear of you not being able to meet up to that standard can cause issues it may lead to you feeling overwhelmed which in turn may lead to you not doing anything which is procrastinating and i can somewhat relate to this because i was greatly affected by this type of procrastination but thankfully there are ways to get over it if you discover or you realize that you are the type of person who procrastinates because of this perfectionist streak or because you are you have these high standards that you've set for yourself now let's be clear on standards there's a difference between setting high but reasonable standards for oneself and setting highly unreasonable standards for yourself so if you find out that you procrastinate because you tend to set highly unreasonable standards for yourself, just think about the previous projects or tasks or chores that you have done or completed. In your eyes, they perfect. They probably weren't perfect. You probably thought, oh, I could have done this better. But you got through it and you did it and, and it's done. And as a result of that, you're probably already working towards improving yourself already so that the next time you do that, you do it better. Good. Now, when you think about that, meditate on this and then it might actually push you into doing what it is that you have to do. Reasoning with the mind that even if you do not get it right or perfectly, it's, you know, a way for you to learn and develop so you'll be able to do it perfectly the next time. So the second type of procrastinator or procrastination is the is the one I like to call the time is not going anywhere type of procrastinator. But we all know better. We really do. If you recall what I mentioned about time on the last episode, then you know that time is the OG and it does not wait for anyone. It's a VIP valuable that you have and it doesn't walk, it doesn't run, it flies yes we all know time flies and this particular type of procrastination is sneaky almost everyone does this subconsciously at one point or the other because not everything we have to do as a deadline not everything we have to do is always on schedule we are not always working on on a schedule we are not always moving on this ever moving freight train we need to slow down at some point and that's just the fact but if you take a look back in your mind to the things that you said to yourself oh i need to do that but you haven't actually done because you t- you keep thinking that you have time you keep thinking oh there's still time to do this i'll do this later i'm pretty sure you'll find something or a lot of things but there's a way to get over procrastinating because you think you have a lot of time what you have to do is pretty simple the first and foremost is you have to respect the og really you have to respect time and realize that it has a vip spot in your life and it comes with the limits that's a very important thing that you need to keep in mind then the next thing you can do is to set targets for yourself set deadlines for yourself when thoughts pop into your head or when you think oh i need to send that email follow it up with a time limit even if there's not really a time limit 
you're doing this will help your brain not to default into thinking that you have all the time in the world which you do not when you set these targets it can also help you to say them out loud like you think in your head oh i need to set that email immediately follow that thought in your head with oh i need to send that email before noon tomorrow then say it out loud say to yourself oh i need to send this email before noon tomorrow that way it feels as if you're telling someone or making a commitment and it goes a long way to help trust me it does so the third type of procrastinator that i will be discussing today is the fun procrastinator we all know that guy or girl you know the one who would rather go to that party who would rather watch that movie who would rather do anything else really except what they actually need or have to do they leave it hanging over their heads instead of getting to it and there's there's the way that the fun procrastinator thinks the fun procrastinator reasons that why should i start that project or that short when there are more fun stuff to do i mean i can i can relate to that i can understand that i mean who wants to do one boring task when there's this new movie up on netflix that you can be watching but you can get over it you can get over it uh what you need to do to get over it is this instead of wasting all their time on fun stuff that will not help you to actually get started on what you need to do spend the time that you spend procrastinating thinking of more things that you need to do spend the time that you spend procrastinating writing a schedule of things that you need to do and i know that this is kind of like not the way from procrastinator things but if you can force your mind to start thinking of the things that you need to do instead of those fun stuff you know you might actually get your mind into the right headspace if you spend that time writing a schedule creating a deadline basically just facing the facts that you have things that needs to be done that will not be going anywhere it will give your mind this uh thought of the better you start i mean the sooner you start rather the better and that's just a fact it for the three different types of procrastination and procrastinators but i would also like to mention these three key factors that can help you to get over procrastination the first one is to have a clear personal vision or a clear personal goal or direction you know of who you are what your capabilities are what your priorities are that way you don't get confused or overwhelmed because this is a key factor to procrastination the second one that I, I like to practice is to report back to yourself you know have a personal time that you set out to go over your goals over your plans over your deadlines a certain time that you evaluate how you're working towards them like you're meeting with someone uh, the third one is to have a moderate to-do list now for a procrastinator one of the most helpful things you can do is to have a to-do list or a schedule. I've, I've been saying this. But then again, 
if your to-do list or your schedule starts getting too extensive it will not help you get over your procrastination because there is a strong tendency that it overwhelms you and from what we've already discussed you know that having a feeling or a sense of being overwhelmed can lead to procrastination so if you do have a to-do list or a schedule no make it bit by bit and do not make it too extensive so that it is actually helpful and practical and that's a wrap for this episode thank you for listening again on the next episode i will be talking about perfectionism Uh, i know i mentioned a little bit about it while we're talking about procrastination and you do not want to miss it so please make sure you listen again like and share this podcast with your family and friends and subscribe if that is available on the platform you're listening from if you're listening via anchor you can add this podcast to your favorites uh, you can also leave a comment i would love to hear from you if you have any questions you know any insights you would like to share i would love to hear it and if you want regular behind the scenes information you can follow this podcast on the socials on facebook it's the lgr podcast and on instagram it's also the lgr podcast you can also follow me on facebook at luna b official and on instagram at luna b official and that's luna b spelled with a b double e thank you Thank you.